Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. My name is Corey. And I'm Jennifer. And we are going to change things up a little bit this episode. So we were recently at a conference where Jen was able to take a unique course. It's called the Ritz-Carlton Leadership Center Excellence in the Patient Experience. She was in there for no less than, was it eight hours? Eight hours. That's a lot of patient experience. It was. (laughs) So Ritz-Carlton is such a successful company. What we wanted to do was sort of go back and forth. I'm going to ask a couple questions, and Jen's going to share some big takeaways from the talk. So did they share any insights into why they're so successful, how they got there? Absolutely. So um, first of all, I was really drawn to this because we're so focused on patient engagement and employee engagement. And you know the Ritz, I've stayed at several Ritz-Carlton's over the years, and their level of service is so much higher than anything that you'll get um, with a mid-level hotel chain. So Best Western's not going to do it? it, No, Best Western's a good, clean hotel, but it's a different clientele, and the expectation is much higher. Absolutely. And they've built that expectation. And so it was really interesting to hear kind of what their three pillars of success are. One is employee engagement. There needs to be people behind the product in order to achieve greatness, and the Ritz-Carlton is 100% employee-centric. They put their their employees ahead of everything else because they know that when they have a staff who understands their why, that everything else is going to work. You know, and we talk about this a lot. You know, the, um, this was part of this was the first day of a of a week long um, conference that we attended um, in San Diego as part of ASOA, which is the ophthalmology groups, and. Um, more than on, on more than one occasion, I heard people talking about the Simon Sinek Start With Why book. Yeah, and it, it made was, me feel so good. Yeah, it was in, uh, I think I counted five of my talks. Where they referenced it. Even at yeah. one point, they went on and did the TED Talk. And so um, for our listeners, we've got a what I consider a really good blog post on InsideMG.com where we talk about in December where we went to Walt Disney World for a week and took the entire team and we did a facilitated start with why session. And so I thought that was really good. So that was the first um, kind of pillar of success for the Ritz-Carlton. And the second pillar was customer engagement. So if they make their employees engaged, then they start focusing on customer engagement. And what he said was, look, if, if employee engagement works, then number two is going to happen automatically. That makes sense, yeah. It makes perfect sense. And this is something Richard Branson often refers to. He says, look, you invest in your people first, and then they will deliver excellent customer service. They'll take care of your customers. And then kind of the third pillar of success was, look, the Ritz-Carlton is successful. They're profitable, and they have organizational success only because the first and the second pillar are working. So because they focus on their employees 100%, those employees deliver excellent customer experiences, that in turn makes them profitable and makes their organization work um, work smooth. Yeah, that makes sense in, in today's day and age too because you think if people are going to look for a hotel, right? They're going to they're going to 
look for reviews and they want the best experience. So if the employees are providing that, people are going to talk about it. Then in turn, people are going to go to the hotel. Absolutely. Right? So what was your biggest takeaway from the training and how do you think that can apply to our listeners at medical practices? So the, the biggest takeaway that he drove away constantly was that the most important word in customer service or customer experience is consistency. Delivering a consistent product every single time. It doesn't work if, you know, on one visit to the practice that the the room is clean or the doctor says one thing. If on the second visit, the room is dirty and the doctor says something different. And so you need to consistently be delivering excellent customer service all the time. Every time a patient walks into the practice, they should be greeted um, by their first name or Mrs. Jones. And you have an EMR. And in that EMR, you have things that you can put into it so that the person greeting them knows a little bit of information about that patient so that you can tie it back and create that personal relationship. So you should consistently be smiling at patients when they walk in. You should consistently lift your head up and not be like into the paperwork. You should consistently call people by their name. You should consistently walk them to the patient room. But that consistency is what makes all the difference. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense because like you said, you're looking at the EMR, which means you have typically the patient's little photo. So when they're coming up to the desk, you know, that you know when they have the appointment, you can probably figure out who that is. And if they're walking up and you say, oh, hey, Doug, good to see you. Uh, you know, that probably makes Doug's day because he feels like you remember there you go. him. Yeah. Um, so did you come away with any specific tactics that can be applied directly to a medical practice? And if you did, share some of those with us. Okay, so one is... Um, the way that the Ritz-Carlton achieves this level of consistency is that they have something called standards. So they have the Ritz-Carlton standards and they say, we all need standards, we need to know the why, and we need to know what the expectation is. So if the standard is that we're going to, um, the standard is we're going to treat our patients in with the utmost professionalism and you know show empathy and get them in as quick as possible, then the why is because we're trying to serve our patients. The why is, you know, their patients are in pain and we're trying to heal them. And the expectation is you're going to deliver smiles on every visit, the things we just talked about. You're going to lift your head. You're going to walk them to the patient room. You're going to address them by their name. You're going to say thank you. You're going to say you're welcome. You're going to say have a great day, Mrs. Jones, when she walks out the door. So those are very easy standards that we can create within our practices that we often forget about. If you like what you're hearing and need some help marketing your medical practice this year, be sure and check us out at InsightMG.com. That's Insight, M as in marketing, G as in group.com. Don't think you've got a budget for this kind of stuff? Think again. We've got you covered. Make sure you schedule a free consult today. And at the Ritz, if someone doesn't live up to these standards that they set, what happens to that employee? Do, is there some sort of like a ranking system or like what? Employees go through a rigorous training and onboarding program. Um, so that the expectations are very clear um, from day one. Employees, they don't look for necessarily folks that have had um, enormous amounts of hotel experience. What they look for are people that can deliver on the wow moments because it's not so much about a transactional, transactional moment, meaning 
I need a hotel. I'm going to give you my credit card. I'm going to stay in the room tonight. It's more about experiential moments and how do you create those experiential moments? They, they drive that home as part of the culture to, to drive that home so that the employee, whether it's a housekeeper or whether it's front desk or whether it's management or F and B, they have the authority to deliver on those experiential moments. And there's there's um, all kinds of research on you can you can go to the Google, and you can look it up what the Ritz Carlton does. But basically, they empower their employees to deliver those experiential moments by giving them up to two thousand dollars per person to make it right or to create an experience. Wow, that's really interesting. And they throw that $2,000 per person out there. Um, it doesn't mean that anybody is, is giving $2,000 a day worth of experiences away, but it, they empower their employees to make some basic customer service to make things right or to make things special for the guest. And you know, we're not saying that as a medical practice that you need to empower your employees to give out money, but you could say, look, if if the waiting time is beyond 30 minutes, you are empowered to go out and, and hand out cookies. Right. Or you're empowered to give somebody a $10 Starbucks gift card so that they can go across the street to the coffee shop. But empowering your employees to deliver those exceptional moments. That's such a small change that would make such a big difference. You know, if you put your, yourself in the shoes of the patient, if you had someone walk around from the, the waiting area, you know, from their desk, come sit next to you, explain what's going on, why they're behind, here's a gift card, thank you so much. I mean, that would that'd be huge. You would say, you would tell everyone you know that that happened if you were a patient at that practice. Yeah, well, they say, like, focus on the unexpressed wish. Don't just focus on the expressed wish. The expressed wish is, I want to stay in your hotel. The unexpressed wish is that I happen to be um, here for my anniversary. You know, focus on one thing that they really were driving home is, as an example, so he was talking about he was in a practice actually because the Ritz Carlton leadership training they get contracted by a lot of hospitals to come in and do um, customer service training with their teams or to help them kind of like blow up their customer service department and, and really start elevating their level of service so he was saying he was sitting in a practice and he was kind of like just watching he was flying a wall and a woman walked up and she had um, she was talking to the, the girl at the front desk and her phone happened to ring and her her phone rang and it was her kids on the other line. She's like, yes, I'm going to pick you up a dance at two o'clock today. And the girl at the front desk said, okay, well, will your follow-up appointment be okay for Friday? And she's like, no, I got my, my daughter's in dance and my son's got a soccer match. And then, so she said, great, it'll be instead of two o'clock Friday, we'll do it at six o'clock, whatever. It's all good. The lady left and he gets up and he says, well, this was a teachable moment. So what did you learn here? And she's like, well, I didn't learn anything here. <laughs> and he says, but you did learn something. You learned that her daughter is in dance and her son plays soccer. So put that into the EMR so that next time you have an opportunity to make a connection with this patient that um, that will just blow her mind. Right. And what does that take? An extra 15 seconds? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He gave another example of a dental practice and the the mom was getting her braces put on. And her son was being unruly, like a seven-year-old son, just being unruly, like bouncing off the walls because it was taking a while. So they grabbed the, the little boy and they, they said, let mom do this. Come with me. Took him over to a little drawing table, gave the kid a picture, like a piece of paper and some crayons and said, draw us a picture of what you think your mom's going to look like when she has her new teeth and she's all and her teeth are straight and her braces come off. 
And so the little boy drew the picture, kept him quiet, let mom deal with what she needed to do. And then he said, what could you do with this picture to make it extra special? And the practice decided we're going to hold on to this picture. And when mom comes in to get her braces off, we're going to frame it and provide it back to mom and say, this is what little Johnny thinks of you with your braces off. And it's a beautiful picture and it's a keepsake and it's everything else. That's about going beyond the transactional to the experience. That's fantastic. It's great stuff. That's and really you can cool. translate any, any of these types of things, these little things that don't cost any money, but can make a huge difference in the practices we work with. Absolutely. That's really cool. Um, so before we we hopped on the air here, you were telling me something about the four R's that they were talking about during your session. So can you expand on that for the listeners? Yeah, let me see if I can let me see if I can remember what they are. It's reinforcement, reminder, revelation, relevancy. So let me just let me just expand. So reminders focused on the unexpressed wish, not just the expressed wish. Like I was saying, it's not just that they were, that I'm going to the Ritz Carlton to stay overnight. It's more that I'm going to the Ritz-Carlton for my anniversary to stay over the night. So there's some sort of unexpressed wish in the anniversary. Give it, give whatever that unexpressed wish is to the patient before they even know that they want it. You know, they didn't, they didn't realize they wanted cookies, but could you have given them cookies? Because in customer service, we should all know what the why is and know more about your patient than they know about you. And we're not talking about know about more about their healthcare. No, know more about their personal life than they know about you. Know more about their likes and wants than they might know about you. Because when we know more, we can do more. And how can we find out more about our patients so that we can elevate the overall patient experience? Because this is all about the patient experience. Because healthcare these days is very transactional. And you know anybody can choose an orthopedics. Anybody can choose where you're going to go for your internal medicine. Anybody can choose, you know, you, you know, eye care. You know, where are you going to go? Where are you going to get your LASIK done? Where are you going to get your cataracts done? I mean, it's very, it's, it's very open now. You know, the patient's in control. So if you focus more on those experiences, the better. It's respect, respect and value. Just knowing somebody's name shows that level of respect. It's great customer service. is all about filling in the little details in between. Hey there. Replacing an employee can be expensive. Upward of 50% of that employee's annual salary. Did you know that only 33% of your employees are actually engaged at work? Well, what if you could invest in engaging and training your employees for as little as $8 per month? With training that's specific to the challenges you face in your medical practice, like customer service, patient experience, communicating across generations, just to name a few. Well, visit us at InsightMG.com to find out more about how our employee engagement and training platform can help you strengthen employee retention, develop patient service mindsets, and give you peace of mind when it comes time for annual reviews, all without creating any additional work for you, and it's only 8 bucks a month. So check us out at InsightM as in marketing, G as in group.com. We'll be waiting for you. Yeah, definitely. And the Ritz-Carlton, they do such a good job. They're such a strong brand and they're associated with that excellence. And so much of that, it sounds like, is because of their people and they focus on on the experience, like you were saying. So how does the Ritz kind of get that buy-in from their employees to deliver that excellent service that they're known for? So I think, one, it's all about the way that they onboard their employees. 
So when a new employee comes on, it's a very structured onboarding process. They make sure that from day one, the new hire feels what that excellence is like. And they go through and they have like, um, it's like a 90 plus like another 90 days, like it's 120 total days when they onboard before before a new employee is gonna be like let out in the public. So the day one, they hold your hand. Something else they do is they have a, um, they have, they said that culture doesn't need to just be talked about, it needs to be seen, it needs to be felt. They have a credo card. And this is something when I was a county commissioner in Orange County, Florida, the mayor at the time, Mayor Jacobs, had a credo card created specifically for the 9,000 employees that we had working with us at the county. And what is a credo card? credo card is basically, like it, you said, when you took that seven highly um, effective habits of leaders, it's your mission, it's your values, it's everything on the card. It's part of, for the Ritz, it's part of their uniform. If you can walk up to any Ritz-Carlton employee and in their pocket is the credo card to be oh, okay. reminded. And what they do to instill this culture is every single day, they have a 10 minute meeting of every person that works there. And they work on shifts. So they make sure that there is a built-in overlap for shifts because you cannot miss the meeting. And the general manager runs the meeting at every place. So at every Ritz-Carlton, every single day, they are having a 10 minute stand-up meeting and you've seen this, you've, you've heard, probably heard about this. Walmart does it, Sam's Club does it. But they come in and basically they have 16 elements on their credo card. And they will, every single day, talk about one. So let's say that the, the element is something about cleanliness. Well, they'll go around and they'll say, they'll read off the element. And then they'll go around and say, like, hey, Corey, you work at the, in the billing department. How does cleanliness play into you? Or can you give us an example? And they'll share kind of those examples. They'll also share, and it's quick, you know, it's fluid. It's quick, but they'll, they'll talk about like, what great experience did we deliver yesterday? Tell me your good story. Tell me your good story. And when there's a breakdown in say there's a negative or something happens, they don't take it on as a blame so it's not like if, if a guest has a poor experience, they don't necessarily blame the front desk person that happened to be working there, but they talk through what the breakdown was so that collectively they can figure out how to move it forward. And so they share kind of these big wins or these great experiences that get delivered. And every single day they're working on one of the credos and they know that you know, because, because every 16 days they're starting over. So it doesn't become redundant because the credo is kind of exemplified through the stories that are taking place at the hotels. So if you were to say, I'm going to start my day at my practice with a quick meeting every single day, and we're going to focus on one area every single day or these 10 areas that are our focus for the year, let's say that it's patient experience and you go around and say, hey, Sally, you're, you're a tech and you know, you work at the front desk. What did you do yesterday or share with me? Who's got a story? Who's got a story? Those stories help develop the culture. Yeah, and, and I would imagine, too, that if they have some time within that 10 minutes, they probably they recognize employees, right? So if there's a birthday or an anniversary That's exactly or whatever, what they do. So you're telling me all it would take is an extra, like, five minutes a day, and then you could really sort of hammer home on some of these. Yeah, and they use – so they use this time, too, you know, because we've talked about this so many times – that one of the number one reasons people are leaving our practices employee-wise is because of communication breakdowns. They use this time to say, all right, today's Thursday. 
we got a VIP in the hotel. This is who the VIP is. They're, the service elevator is down, so pay extra special attention to that. So-and-so, it's birthday. We've got this going on. We've got that going on. Five, that, if you just took two minutes a day worth everybody and said, all right, everybody, this is what's happening today at the practice, you could change the culture. Yeah, and if the meeting was mandatory, like you said, it is at the Ritz, right? So then they can't say they didn't hear about it, they didn't know about go. it, whatever it was. They feel engaged and included. It's very cool. And, you know, every branch manager, every manager, if you've got satellite offices, can be responsible for their own. Their team, yeah. You know, absolutely. And it just it's an easy way to change the culture, and you don't have to do too much planning for it. It's just one of those things. You do a quick stand-up meeting. you got to start time. I mean, at practice, you have a start time and you have an end time. Every, you know, every practice, you're not open 24 hours a day. Right. There's no reason you can't start a day for five or 10 minutes. If you open at 7 a.m., start at 6.50 a.m. And, and take on those extra couple minutes. I love that idea. Okay, so before we started, you said I have to ask you about the pickle. Show me the pickle. You said, what What does that mean? So, And why I did I have it. to ask that I just now? I love it. So, <laughs> so we watched a video a gentleman who owned a bunch of kind of ice cream parlor restaurants. And it's an older video, probably from the 80s. And I can find it. And we'll put it in the show notes. Um, it's probably on the, it's on the Google. <laughs> um, but basically, this restaurant owner got a letter one day. And it was from a customer. And the customer said, you know, I've been coming to your, to your restaurant for you know, 10 years. And I love it. And I love your pickles. Those pickles are the best darn pickles. And then I, I came in last week, and heck of the waitress, I asked her if, if I could have an extra pickle, and she charged me an extra 35 cents. And, and the guy's like, ah, we can just give away those pickles. <laughs> right. Just show, just give them the pickle. If they want the pickle, if they want, if it's just something little, it's so incremental, it doesn't cost anything extra. Give them the pickle. Because that's what customer service is. We don't need to be nickel and diming every single thing. Right. So how can you take you know take that whole philosophy of not nickel and diming and, and creating those extra special experiences back to your practice? Just give them the pickle. <laughs> that is great. I think there's a ton of value in that course, and it sounds like there's some quick things that can make a big difference for a lot of our listeners out there. A lot of big takeaways from such a successful company. Um, would you say that that was worth your time? Sounds like it was. Absolutely worth my time. I'm excited to go back into our patient experience training and maybe even add a couple modules based on what I learned here because I really think that spending time on your employees, focusing on delivering um, exceptional experiences, not just to the patient, but also to the employees, will pay dividends to the practices that we're working with. So I'm stoked. I think it was a great spend of my time. I look forward to the next time I can spend some time on my education. Awesome. So with that, I'm Corey. And I'm Jennifer. And we're going to go get some pickles. There you go. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.